WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. The probe continues in Nashville in the wake of the Christmas Day blast. Police have identified one man named Anthony Quinn Warner, who is now under investigation in connection with that explosion. And we've just learned now few details at this time, but authorities say a box truck playing audio similar to what the RV in Nashville was has shut down a Tennessee highway. Police have now arrested the uh, driver of that vehicle. The investigation continues. Authorities near Boston investigating the shooting of six people while they were taping a music video over the weekend. One of the victims has died. The others are all expected to live. And in Arkansas, authorities say two grown women and three small girls have been found murdered in a house. This is SRN News. Mark Levin is looking to start a movement. From where I sit, Joe Biden deserves exactly what they gave to Donald Trump times 10. Joe Biden is an illegitimate president. The United States Supreme Court and the courts under the United States Supreme Court have all but destroyed our electoral system. We must fight back. And that begins in Georgia. The counter-counter-revolution to the counter-revolution begins in Georgia. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Whether you're listening from outside the Twin Cities or in AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Brian, and for the weather today, it's going to be a high 26 with some light snow. Our December Regnery Book of the Month is The Prince of Panic, how the tyranny of experts turned a pandemic into a catastrophe. You can win a signed copy of the book at am1280thepatriot.com. Just click on Freedom Fan Club. AM 1280, The Patriot. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you, too, can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association at this station. Hi, it's Keith Hittner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your real estate chalk talk where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hittner Sr. and Keith Hittner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hittner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HittnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. I'm on my third child and also on my third vehicle at Denver Grove Hyundai. I'm Christelle from Mendota Heights. Did my research on high-rated vehicle, good value, and that brought me right to Hyundai. So now I'm on my third and also my third child, uh, which 
brought up the need to upgrade the vehicle again. So now I'm in a Santa Fe and Hyundai brings a lot of features to the table for not a lot of money. And considering I'm taking my kids in the vehicle, it's also a really highly rated vehicle as far as safety. So Invergrove Hyundai was able to work out just a great deal. The staff and the salespeople really did uh, close the deal for me because everyone has been just a joy to deal with. Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain and Hyundai assurance. You deserve a great car buying experience, and that's what you'll get at Invergrove Hyundai. Online at InvergroveHyundai.com. The right to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. The following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie it's Sunday, 4 o'clock. So what does that mean? It means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It's the Victory Hour, and I'm Andrew Parker this week, like every other. On Sunday at 4 o'clock, we bring you smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. And this week, we are going to be talking the politics of, once again, uh, the COVID-19, the China virus, uh, on the Victory Hour. Why do I call it the China virus? Well, uh, by all accounts, uh, it was created, uh, it started in China. And as often occurs, the reference to the virus is driven by where it began. Uh, In addition, a number of actions taken by uh, China have indicated culpability on the part of China, well beyond just where the virus was created. And we cannot, should not, from my perspective at least, forget that. Today we are going to be joined by John Hinderocker, Co-founder of Powerline Blog, president of the Center for the American Experiment, uh, longtime lawyer, now retired, and uh, a good friend and a uh, smart guy. He's been tracking this uh, COVID uh, virus issue from a public policy standpoint and I wanted to get John's perspective on it. We're going to focus today on uh, masks and whether masks really have value or not, and in particular, a Mayo Clinic research 
study that was done and John wrote about recently on Powerline, the blog. And I want to talk to him about that research and, and what he found. We're going to talk a little bit about the handling of the COVID-19 virus here in Minnesota and elsewhere around the country, as well as a retrospective on uh, Donald Trump. We're going to chat a bit about that as well. Uh, before we dive into that, well, first, the, the, the upcoming calendar on the uh, Victory Hour. Jot this down. Take out your, uh, yes, your number two pencil, which, by the way, you should be following us on Facebook. You could be watching live. Yes, indeed, watching live the broadcast of the Victory Hour each Sunday. Follow, uh, follow me on Facebook, and we're on live each Sunday from 4 to 5 p.m. Central. I say central because some, in fact, many, uh, to my surprise, uh, follow us coast to coast, live streaming. Uh, and even some in Israel. Speaking of that, uh, next week we will have Dr. Scott Jensen on the Victory Hour to talk more about COVID-19. This week, again, we're talking to John Hinderocker about masks and the value of masks. And next week we're going to focus more on lockdowns and the value of lockdowns. I'm going to talk a little bit about that in a moment as well, Uh, as well as the numbers with Dr. Scott Jensen. We'll talk the numbers, accuracy of the numbers, uh, and whether the fear that we have if you're, for example, under the age of 65 is warranted or not. Uh, Certainly the numbers are real, 330-some-odd thousand deaths here in the United States. Uh, Great sadness. Across this country, few people have been untouched by COVID-19. Uh, so great sadness. But, but again, uh, the, the number of deaths for those over 65 is really extraordinary as it relates to this virus. Uh, on January 10th on the Victory Hour, we'll have... Uh, our live roaming reporter on the ground, live from Israel, Tel Aviv, Israel. That would be uh, young Sam Parker will be joining, joining us, and he's going to talk about. And believe me, you're going to want to. You're going to want to listen in. He, uh, I've been studying Israel for much of my entire life, and he already knows uh, as much or more than than I do. And he is uh, a wealth of knowledge, and he will. Bring that to you, January 10th, and then uh, either the 17th, we had to nail this down, or the 24th, we will have on Governor Christy Noem will be on the Victory Hour, South Dakota Governor uh, Christy Noem, which is a good segue, frankly, for talking about COVID-19 and, and getting it straight. Uh, I read an article recently written by uh, Jay Bhattacharya, who's a professor of medicine at Stanford University. Many of you may have heard of him. He was one of the three uh, co-authors of the Great Barrington Declaration, which now 43,000 
scientists, uh, medical professionals, economists uh, have signed on to, that is the Great Barrington Declaration that talks about focusing protection on the elderly as it relates to this virus and discusses the fact that lockdowns simply do not work and are more harmful than helpful. More harmful than helpful. And what is the foundation for that? Well, he talks in this article about remembering back to March when the World Health Organization, the WHO, said that 3% who get COVID will die from it. They used the statistics at the time. They used modeling. They used information they had at the time. Uh, Dr. Bhattacharya did not uh, believe that, or at least he was skeptical of it. He did a thorough research study then in April, not just last month, but in April, in Santa Clara County, uh, California, where he learned that if you identify actually all of those who have gotten the infection, who have been infected, it's 50 times more people than the number that was being used by the WHO. And in fact, it wasn't 3% would die who who, uh, got infected, but it was, uh, in fact... 0.2%. So instead of two in a thousand, which is what he actually found, it was, uh, you know, it it was not 30 in a thousand. It was two. It was a magnitude smaller, full magnitude. Uh, But that study now has been replicated nearly 90 times around the world and has come back with about 0.2% each time, somewhere between 0.1 and 0.5, um, very few outliers at 0.5%. And so he got pilloried at the time for his study, run out of town on a rail as a scientist. Turns out uh, he was correct. Note that on the flip side of this, the U.N. states 130 million more people worldwide will starve this year due to lockdowns as well. Uh, People, uh, 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 because of vaccines and immunizations not occurring around the world, kids will die from diphtheria, uh, 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 whooping cough, polio. It's predicted Uh, by uh, uh, the World Health Organization, 80 million more children are now at risk due to reduction in immunizations. Halt in cancer treatment, testing, uh, or skip treatments that many people, we're going to see a rise in cancer deaths. Mental health in June, remember the CDC had that survey, one in four uh, young adults, 18 to 24, had seriously considered suicide, one in four in the United States because of denied socialization, or at least that was an added-on, added-to factor. Uh, It has become the lockdowns that have become very dangerous. And when you look at the numbers at a 0.2% fatality rate, you start to look at, well, maybe what we ought to be doing is protecting the elderly. And that is the Great Barrington Declaration. Many of you are already uh, aware of it for sure. 
But I just want to read you a quick quote from uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Bhattacharya. He says, my final point is about science. When scientists have spoken up against the lockdown policy, there has been enormous pushback. Quote, you're endangering lives, close quote. Science cannot operate in an environment like that. I don't know all the answers to COVID. No one does, Dr. Bhattacharya says. But science ought to be able to clarify the answers. Science can't do its job in an environment where anyone who challenges the status quo gets shut down or canceled. And then he notes that 43,000 medical scientists and other professionals in the public health field have signed on to the Great Barrington Declaration. 43,000. And he was shut down, pulled offline, just like Dr. Scott Jensen was our guest next week on the Victory Hour. We're going to be right back after this short break and joined by President of the Center for the American Experiment, John Hinderocker, good friend, bright guy, knows a lot about COVID-19 as he's been studying it. And we're going to talk about a Mayo Clinic research study that recently came out and much, much more. Make sure to stay with us. And during this break... Go to ParkerDK.com where you will find what is often referred to as an award-winning website. Right back. AM1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761. 800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. 
I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to parkerdk.com. Yes, indeed, we're back. It's the Victory Hour, and everybody across the USA is surfing. But they're surfing the Internet because they can't go out. It's a lockdown, baby. Yes, sir. Another lockdown. Just when you thought you could go out. Uh Uh-uh. Just when you thought you could make payroll. Uh Uh-uh. Well, we are back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and we are joined by uh, the president of the Center of the American Experiment, also the co-founder of Powerline Blog, a uh, one-time partner at Fagri Benson, a wonderful law firm downtown Minneapolis. Many of you have heard of it. Fagri Baker Daniels nowadays, I think although they may have changed again. Uh, he retired from the legal profession back in 2015 after more than 40 years of practice. He's a, uh, he's a Dartmouth-Harvard guy. Yeah, he's a Dartmouth-Harvard. He ain't no dummy, all right? Not that Dartmouth, Dartmouth and Harvard make you no dummy because we know plenty who uh, I say hello to John Hinderocker. John, how are you? Hi, Andrew. Doing well. <laughs> How about that Dartmouth-Harvard education? What'd that bring you, huh? Well, all I can say, Andrew, is that uh, Chuck Schumer was one of my classmates at Harvard <laughs> Law School. So. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good example. All right. Well, it's good that you steered clear of him, clear, uh, obviously. Uh, so, John, thanks for uh, joining us on the Victory Hour. Right, we're, we're, we're looking at uh, COVID-19. We're looking at the impact... It has had uh, around the world, certainly, but uh, definitely here in the United States and and with Governor Tim Walls here in uh, Minnesota. Uh, the Mayo Clinic recently did a, uh, a research study regarding the uh, effectiveness or role of masks in preventing uh, COVID-19 infections. You wrote uh, something that caught my eye uh, a couple of weeks ago or uh, 10 days ago or so regarding that study. And I'm just really interested to learn a little bit more about it. Do you think it establishes uh, the ineffectiveness of masks or, or, or does it establish what the governor may well use it for and say, we're going to have a mask mandate now forever? Well, I don't think it proves anything, Andrew, but the place where you really have to start 
is the is with the fact that that you know I've seen dozens of charts uh, that will show whether it's for a state or for a country. Uh, a timeline with new COVID cases plotted week by week or month by month. Yep. And then and then you can draw a line on that chart where the government, whether it's a state or, or a country, uh, adopted a mask mandate. And, and same thing with shutdowns. Mm-hmm. I've seen the same thing with shutdowns. And you absolutely cannot find any impact. Mask ma- mandates go into effect, and cases don't go down. Often they go up. That's what happened in Minnesota. Uh, we had the mask mandate, and a few weeks later, cases took off. Yeah, uh, We've seen that across the upper Midwest, where we have a wide range of policies that have been adopted by governors, and yet this recent upsurge followed by you know, an equally quick actual uh, decline in, in new cases was exactly the same in all five cases, regardless of the, the uh, orders that were entered by, by the governors. So the starting point is you just scratch your head trying to find any evidence that mask mandates have any significant impact. Yeah, and what we we have a lot of data now. We didn't early on, and people said, well, we didn't have it. We have a lot of data, and, and just to put a punctuation uh, point on or, or an exclamation point on that, it, 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 it's not just the masks that you don't see it. You mentioned lockdowns as well. Let's take a look. You got Sweden, okay? They did not have lockdowns like we did here in the United States. And what are the results show after all these uh, months? They have uh, 0.082% uh, of uh, deaths com- uh, compared to their total population. We have 0.10% uh, compared to our overall population. Now, we have a little bit more population density here in the United States than Sweden, but not a lot. And so, effectively, no difference. They didn't lock down. We, and many, many states, almost all of them, certainly not all, but almost, locked down. And so you just don't see a difference. No, you don't. So you can do all kinds of comparisons. I mean, Great Britain is in their their third lockdown now. I think tier four. You know, yeah. where people supposedly can't leave their houses, yeah. and it just you know you just can't find impact. So that's the con the context in which the Mayo Clinic released the study, and I and I saw the headline with the claim that this definitively showed uh, the importance of mask wearing and preventing the spread of COVID. So I thought, well, I better look into that. And I did. And um, and so what did they do? What they did was they set up two mannequins mm-hmm. six feet apart and and they tested them where neither wore a mask, where one or the other wore a mask and where they both wore masks. And what they did was they shot out a jet of two micron polystyrene particles, which is the size of a typical respiratory droplet. And the theory is that the simple cloth mask can uh, can prevent it's, it's the, the weave is way too wide for for the virus itself. The viruses would go straight through, but the theory is that these respiratory droplets are big enough that they can get. Uh, held up by the cloth, either either you know from from one person or the other, and so that was the experiment that was done. Well, the first thing you see is that if nobody's wearing a mask, 
the volume of respiratory droplets, or in this case, polystyrene particles, is already reduced by uh, 97%, okay? So only 3% get to the person who's standing there six feet away. But, but the second thing is that what, what they did is, like I said, they, they shot this jet of polystyrene particles out of the mouth of one of the mannequins uh, with, with a lot of energy, you know, straight at the other mannequin. Well, nobody breathes like that, right? Uh, I've never seen anybody breathe like that. Yeah, they, they threw up out into space these particles. And, 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 and still, 97% of them didn't reach the person right, standing six feet away. <laughs> so, so I would say, and by the way, if, if the person who's, who's exhaling is wearing a mask, yeah. those particles don't just disappear. But instead of being jetted toward the person standing six feet away, they kind of drift in the air around the person who's breathing. So it's not like, you know, it's not like they disappear. They're still there. They just don't, they're not focused at the person standing uh, standing six feet away. So, so I would say that at most that suggests that if a person has COVID and you're standing six feet away from him and he sneezes right at you, you know, you better hope he covers his nose and mouth. Mm-hmm. But if he does cover his nose and mouth, which we all do when we sneeze, I think what you would see is a pattern very much like as if he was wearing a mask. Yeah. You know, the, the yeah. droplets would kind of be around his head, but they wouldn't shoot straight at you. And so I think when you see that kind of experiment, it helps to explain why it is that as a practical matter, mask mandates just never seem to matter. And what are your thoughts, uh, John? Uh, and by the way, give us a call. If, you, if we have time, we'll get you on the air. If you have any questions regarding uh, this study or, or for uh, John Hinderocker generally at 651-289-4488. I know you've got it already written down on your yellow pad with your number two pencil, but pull out that yellow pad from the desk drawer. You haven't lost it. Your computer, even if it went down, you still have it, which is a great thing about the yellow pad and the number two pencil. You still have the number 651-289-4488. John, I I just was, you know, wondering in in the, the mask, you know, is it going to exist after the vaccines? And what do you think about this a vaccine program that we now have uh, years before predicted by all the uh, brilliant scientists out there. Yeah, well, this is, in my opinion, Donald Trump's last great gift to the American people. I mean, it smashes any record for fastest uh, production and release of a vaccine in human history. I mean, it's astonishing. So, so that's a really good question, Andrew. I'm hearing more and more people say, that masks are a new normal and that even after the vaccine is out and and most of us have have been vaccinated and a bunch of others have had the disease and of course the vaccination just mimics having had the disease you know it's 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 intended to produce the same immunity that having the disease would produce so so i hear people saying that even after uh, most of us have, have been vaccinated, there's still going to be great pressure and maybe even orders from governors to continue wearing masks, which makes absolutely no sense. No, it really, uh, it really doesn't. And, uh, you know, we've already talked about the fact that it's arguable. It doesn't make sense even before it's over. But uh, it's fine. People want to wear masks. They can wear masks. You know, it's just... 
virtue signaling once everybody has the vaccine, people are still going to be wearing it. And, and, and that is the reason for it. Oh, look at me. I'm wearing a mask. You're not. You Neanderthal. You know. All right. We're going to be right back with John Hinderacker. We have much more to cover. We're going to talk about um, John Hinderacker. What grade would uh, John Hinderacker give to Governor Tim Walls and... And his uh, brain trust, led by uh, uh, health department head Jan Malcolm, uh, what grade would he give for their handling of COVID-19 in uh, Minnesota? We're going to talk a little election fraud and, uh, and a little retrospective on Donald J. Trump, as it appears he may well be leaving office. It's only going to be a few moments before we're back with you, so make sure you stay with us. AM 1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades, and if you find yourself in court... Our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning knows you have a lot of lists for the holidays. You've got your shopping lists, grocery lists, guest lists, and for Santa, the nice and not-so-nice lists. But don't forget about the most important list of all, Standard Heating and Air's 24-point furnace tune-up checklist. Standard Heating's NATE-certified technicians will give your furnace a thorough safety inspection and cleaning to make sure it's working at its highest performance. During December, you can get this tune-up for a holiday savings of $30 off. Besides, if your furnace stops working due to neglected maintenance, you're sure to be on someone's naughty list. So put a furnace tune-up from Standard Heating and Air Conditioning at the top of your to-do list. Check out the rest of their holiday deals today at standardheating.com. The comfort you deserve since 1930. Visit standardheating.com for all your furnace list needs. That's standardheating.com. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, 
Contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Round, round, get around, I get around, yeah, get around, round, round, I get around, I get around. We are back this week with the Beach Boys. Yes, I know. I, I know. Some of you uh, tune in just for the talk, but very few. Most for the music. And the in and out music, always the best. The foundational, fundamental best in the genre for that week. Which could range from Mary Poppins to ACDC. And hip-hop. And all in between. Well, we are joined this week uh, by John Hinderocker, president of the American Experiment, the center. And it is, uh, it's a great organization, by the way. Uh, go to AmericanExperiment.org uh, and you can uh, read a number of fantastic policy statements, uh, policy papers. Uh, on a number of different subjects, uh, not least of which uh, COVID-19. John, I I wanted to get your sense just generally. uh, You know, the governor has had a tough task of having to deal with the pandemic here in, uh, you know, in Minnesota. And I know for many months, uh, the number was around 80% of the deaths being in assisted care facilities here in Minnesota, which to me, indicates uh, somewhat, uh, you know, a failure. That is, failing to protect those who really need protection and going after and closing down uh, those who really have a very, very small uh, infinitesimal uh, chance of of dying from the disease. What are your thoughts regarding a grade for Governor Walls and his brain trust? Well, I'd give him an F, Andrew. And and the reason I say that is his policies have been irrational, and he has been uh, whiny and dishonest in trying to defend them. We've seen that over and over and over again. You know, with the first shutdown, basically he shut down all the small businesses, and he left open all the big businesses. Right. So Target, Costco, Total Wine, these places are all open, you yeah. know, and the mom yeah. and pop and stores people are, are all packed into them, by the way. They're lined up to get in. It's unbelievable. I mean, there was never any rational basis for that. And then the second time around, he quietly, you know, forgot about the about the retail stores. But but he did shut down bars and restaurants and gyms and health clubs, even though the Department of Health's own data indicate that only one point seven percent of the cases that they've that they've identified are traceable to restaurants or bars and 0.3% traceable to to gyms and and health clubs and and hypocrisy is also you know so deep so they've made no effort the first shutdown they actually asked the indian tribes to shut down um, their casinos or, or certain facilities in their casinos and they did 
Second time around, they've shut down all the other bars and restaurants, but they haven't even asked Mystic Lake or Treasure Island or the other casinos to close down their bars and restaurants. So those places are hopping. You know, if you want to go out for a meal or a drink, hey, you know, go to Mystic Lake or Treasure Island. And, And I can only think that the explanation for that is that the tribes that own casinos are major donors to the DFL party. You know, it, it it's uh, you know that sort of refrain is difficult to make, but it's hard to ignore it. It is just hard to ignore it. And when you look at the impact that this has had, particularly the restaurant closing, small business owners uh, having to close up their shops, uh, as well as gyms uh, and and exercise studios closing up. In particular, restaurants, I, you know, uh, these are family businesses oftentimes. Look at Murray's, downtown Minneapolis, been around for 100 years nearly. And it, uh, I don't know if it's going to make it. Many, many restaurants are never going to reopen, Andrew. I mean, it's a tragedy. Uh, the number of small businesses that are being destroyed have been destroyed. Uh, it, it, Minnesota is not the only place where this is happening, sure. but we certainly are are high on the list. And the other thing, Andrew, that, that, that is really a scandal is the shutting down of the schools. No. I mean, our children are being badly hurt by Governor Tim Walls and his administration. There's just no other way to put it. And meanwhile... You know, these, these kids are missing out on a whole year of yeah. school. They're missing out on activities. They're missing out on, on their friends. And, and that's time they, could, they can never get back. And, of course, it hits the least privileged kids the hardest. And the remote learning, I mean, don't act like it's a substitute. It isn't. There are, you know, ridiculous percentage of kids that are failing out because of the manner in which they're being forced to learn. And, John, we can't forget, we cannot forget that while all of that is going on, the assisted care facilities, it's like they ignore. I mean, the, the, people are dying in the most risk sensitive places that you would think our focus of policy should apply. Andrew, if, if, if Governor Walls had shut down, effectively shut down the nursing homes and the assisted living facilities and done nothing else, and I mean nothing, it would have been a far, far better policy than what he has implemented. The median age of death in Minnesota that has COVID on the death certificate. Now, what that means is a whole other question. We're going to cover that next week. We could talk about it. Yeah, we're going to cover that next week with Dr. Scott Jensen, in fact. Oh, good, good. Yeah, so, you know, the the percentage. Life expectancy in this state is 79. 79. Medium age of COVID death is 83. So it's pretty obvious where the problem lies. For, I don't know, six months, eight months, whatever it's been, Tim Walz has been talking about his five-point battle plan for the nursing homes. Well, what is it? Where is it? It obviously hasn't worked. Well, you remember that when President, at the beginning of this uh, crisis, President Trump took uh, several actions uh, and he began to take action, uh, saying that he was going to be in charge and direct what the states were going to do. And there was a hue and a cry from across the country, dictatorship, you can't do that, you have no right. And so he relents to the governors saying, all right, yeah, each state has a little bit different uh, handling of this, et cetera. And so these governors, though, across the country— have completely fumbled the ball. And Tim Walls is right there 
near the head of the pack uh, in that regard. It just has not been handled well uh, at all by many of them, and certainly Walls included. Uh, John, I want to shift our attention for a minute to uh, the election. It, it does not look like we are going to have uh, four more years of Donald J. Trump. One term, and that is it. Uh, what is your sense? There's, you know, he's brought uh, many uh, legal challenges, claiming election fraud. He's had a lot of uh, rhetorical remarks as well as, you know, attacks on the system. What is your sense of uh, these arguments and whether, you know, there was election fraud here? Well, I think there was a lot of election fraud. We won't really know the answers to those questions, though, for some time. But 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 several things stand out. Number one, the number of mail-in ballots, well, 100 million plus. I mean, yeah. mail-in ballots are an invitation to fraud. Everybody used to. Hillary Clinton has said that. You know, that used to be unanimously agreed upon. But not only do we have mail-in ballots, but in Minnesota and I think 15 or 20 other states, the Democratic Party brought collusive lawsuits and then settled them with Democratic secretaries of state. And that's what happened in Minnesota and, and but in other states as well. And, and, and what the settlements said was that any requirement that signatures on mail-in ballots be witnessed, which is in Minnesota statutes, uh, is waived for the 2020 election. So in order to facilitate voter fraud, the Democrats eliminated the requirement of a witness signature. So anybody who got his hands on a ballot or a ballot application, hey, man, just fill it out, sign whatever name is on it, and nobody's the wiser. So I don't know how many fraudulent votes were cast, but, but I'm sure there were a lot of them. The other thing is that in several states, uh, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, a couple of others, we had these midnight vote dumps where at you know, yeah. 3 o'clock in the morning or something, there'd be 100,000. 125,000 ballots that would suddenly be counted, and all of them, or virtually all of them, for Joe Biden. And I have yet to hear anyone give a coherent explanation of why or how that happened. Yeah, it was a stop of the vote, a slowdown of the vote, a stop of the vote. What, a water main break in Atlanta? In Georgia. <laughs> it's right, yeah, right. Supposedly, <laughs> turns out they didn't stop counting. They just kicked out the Republicans. Yeah, yeah exactly. And we see that on video. We're going to be back uh, after this short break to talk a little further with uh, John Hinderocker about uh, a little retrospective on uh, Donald J. Trump and his four years and what it means now not getting that second term. And uh, maybe get a comment from John on the future of the Republican Party. Can the Republicans win back the White House in this United States of America as we know it today. Not four years ago, today. We'll be right back. Stay with us. AM1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. 
We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard Lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. I grew up Pope, which is even worse than being poor. From poor to CEO, the incredible journey of Herman Cain. My American dream entailed working hard and making $20,000 a year. But I surpassed that goal and became a corporate CEO. The story of one man's amazing journey from a poor, undereducated family to the highest levels of corporate, social, and political America. I didn't have to be taught work ethic. I saw it firsthand, and it had a big impression on me. From poor to CEO, the amazing true story of the American dream that will inspire and motivate you and your family to live your best life. We'll all be able to say See the movie From Poor to CEO, The Incredible Journey of Herman Cain. Available at SalemNow.com. Visit SalemNow.com and use promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company? And now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. We are back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and uh, wouldn't it be nice if we were older? Well, this song was written before COVID-19. No, it would not be nice if we were older with that deadly disease out there and our public elected officials uh, not doing much about it. Out in New York, they're throwing you into assisted care facilities with the COVID virus. here in Minnesota, 80, 75 to 80% of the total number of deaths come from the assisted care facilities. We've done a poor job of it. Uh, what do you call it? All pain, no gain, I think would be uh, accurate in the handling of this. Uh, but Donald Trump, uh, you know, I think by all accounts that are fair, at least, uh, did quite a good job of uh, dealing with something uh, coming from China out of nowhere that no one, A, not only expected, but uh, but 
but B has never de- as as ever dealt with before. Uh, and but for COVID nineteen, he certainly would have been uh, reelected uh, in a in a landslide in all likelihood, uh, as the Dems were floundering, and they put up uh, you know a cardboard image and you know to run against Trump, and that's all they really uh, needed after they. Uh, as John Hinderocker points out, collusively filed a number of lawsuits before the election to allow for the fraud that has occurred to occur. Uh, and that's not hyperbole. John, what do you think about uh, setting aside COVID-19 now about, you know, Donald Trump and and really the... Uh, the mark that he his four years will uh, will make in history here in the United States. Well, Andrew, I think that Donald Trump is easily our best president since Ronald Reagan. And I think if he'd gotten two terms, he might have surpassed Reagan. Yes, I agree. He, I, I think he had an excellent record, both in foreign policy and in domestic policy. You can tick off the highlights very easily. You know, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, the deregulatory initiatives, the improving of trade deals. Um, and you know, on, on, the, on the domestic front and in foreign policy, you know, standing up to the Russians and Chinese but doing it without using troops. Right. You know, I mean, his, his foreign policy uh, uh, work was very, very successful, too. Peace in the Middle East. Peace in the Middle East, Chinese. yeah, a, a cherry on top, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, so and, and it's interesting, too, Andrew, because if you, if you followed the polls over the four years of, of Trump's administration, his policies were always popular. The controversy was always about his personality, and that's where the Democrats focused, along with lies like the Russia collusion hoax and so on. Constant Charlottesville negative. lie. Yeah, just constant yeah. negativity. But, but his policies were always popular. Yeah. And so it's going to be very interesting. You know, now that Joe Biden is, is, is apparently going to, going to get sworn in next month, assuming, you know, he makes it to January 20th, um, you know, he's in kind of a tough spot because I don't think the American people want Trump's immigration policies reversed, for example. I don't think they want to go back to being subservient to China. I don't think they're looking for massive re-regulation, you know, to slow down the economy. So it's going to be a very interesting uh, Four years with with Biden and Harris. Yeah, it is, and I and I don't think they want to go back into the Iran deal, which is where no. it appears all to be headed. Right, or into the uh, uh, what the Paris uh, Climate yeah, Treaty. That's know? right. That's right. I mean, the Green New Deal is not popular. Well, but you, you know, know, here let me if I can just add one thing to that, Andrew. I, I think you can sum up a lot of what we've just been talking about with Trump's slogan, America first. Right. And I think, I think that the Trump experience has highlighted to, to voters the fact that American politicians have not been putting America first. And when Trump started talking about that, the Democrats acted like that was some kind of a scandal. And, and I kept saying, wait a minute, that's the president's job description. Oh, and it absolutely is, but it's counter to the globalist uh, paradigm, and and it it is so counter to it. And, and all of the Democrats are now on this globalist uh, kick. Uh, Obama really launched it for eight years, starting with his first speech in Cairo and continuing on. And it's it's dangerous for the world, frankly. It's thought to be something that is beneficial to the way everyone coming together under one umbrella and 
Uh, no, the, the world needs leadership, and leadership from a country grounded in freedom and liberty is the type of leadership the world needs. And if this is a globalist lead-from-behind sort of policy, you are never going to achieve that. Well, I'd say it's even worse than lead from behind because what the what the left always wants to do is concede to our enemies. Yeah. You know, Barack Obama went around apologizing for America and uh that, that that's that's worse than uh, worse than useless. So what do you think though, you know, in terms of the Republican Party? Where do they sit now? I've I've talked uh, uh to to a few folks recently about how uh you know, with with Donald Trump voters and the suburban moderate voters, how do you marry those two and have a candidate be able to bring both into the Republican Party, I think, is really the question. Well, frankly, it's going to be a challenge. Uh, and I think the important thing is, you know, is for the future Republican presidential candidates to build on what President Trump, Trump did, not to repudiate his legacy. Right. In terms of personality, they're not going to be Trump, right? No. Nobody is. Uh, but it's really important that they hearken back to his policies and build on his legacy and make it clear that they're doing that. And I think just to take one example, adopt his mantra of America first. I think that's what the voters want to see. Well, it's a good point. And I, you know, people talk about Nikki Haley. There are a whole uh, list of really solid Republican candidates, but I don't know that any of them can win because they're not, unless they really embrace Donald Trump policies and the vigor with which he uh, attacked those uh, policies and, and brought them to the fore, uh, they're not going to be able to bring that Trump voter out. These are voters who uh, do not, did not vote before, may not vote after. They wanted Donald Trump, and that's the reason he won in 2016. Well, it's also the reason he got more votes than any candidate in history in 2020. Yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, so even so, amidst no, you're, you're, COVID, you're highlighting a real problem there, a real issue. And the next Republican nominee is going to have to try to thread that needle. But bear in mind, I don't know if Joe Biden is going to be around in four years, but I'm pretty confident Donald Trump is going to be around in four years. And he is going to be enthusiastically, I, I expect, you know, barring disaster, barring really nominating the wrong person, you know, I think he's going to be enthusiastically backing and campaigning for the Republican nominee, and hopefully that will help. Yeah, and it, it may be him. Uh, you know, I was I was a bit a head scratcher uh, this last few weeks on some of the things that he has decided to do, vetoes, et cetera, uh, and, you know, as to how that might help things going forward. And I thought to myself, well, maybe he's just saying, hey, you guys voted for it. Let it burn down. I'll be here in four years to fix it as the fireman. John Hinderocker, thank you very much for joining us on uh, a spirited discussion of the Victory Hour this week. Go to AmericanExperiment.org, outstanding policy center, led by John Hinderocker. John, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me on, Andrew. It was fun. All right. Be well. 
and you as well. Happy New Year to you all. It should be a healthy, prosperous, uh, and joyous New Year, and I hope you had a Merry Christmas as well. We'll be here next week, January 3, with Dr. Scott Jensen. Until then, stay safe. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, We were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free radio.com app. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Fire. Frustrated with your child's school progress? Then you need a half-off learning voucher from Sylvan. Get a $2,500 Sylvan learning voucher for just $1,250. Only two available. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab, and half-price offers, or call the station now. AM 1280, The Patriot.